I'm going to lay out a pretty hard-hitting topic today, and it's very much going to get at the heart of what it will take to mature us as disciples, and it has everything to do with having a relationship in your life, where these everyday relationships really do shape our everyday discipleship. And I, I related a little bit to having someone who goes to the gym with you, right? I mean, there there are times in my life where I promise myself a fitness plan of sorts, and I'm kind of hit or miss on how often I actually go. I tell myself it's Tuesday at 4 o'clock every, every week, and Tuesday at 4 o'clock rolls around, and yeah, I, I got something else that maybe I want to do, or I don't feel like it, or I'll make it up tomorrow. And I don't make it up tomorrow. Here's what's made the big difference is when I got a buddy who says, yeah, let's both go Tuesday at 4. Then we're going, because I, I can't let him down. I got to be there for him. It increases my follow-through. Follow-through matters. Okay, it's it's not what you say. It's not what you think. It is actually what you follow through on, and that has everything to do with the maturity that we are fa- shaped with, with Jesus. Okay, so I'm going to lay out some hard-hitting texts. Let them hit you just the way it is. Okay, in, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus talks about it is, it, it is not just the ones who hear the word of Jesus that build the ro- house on the rock. It's those who hear his word and put them into practice. If you do not practice what you hear from Jesus, your house is built on sand. It's going to shift. It's going to sink. It's not going to hold up. It's not just what you've heard and what you know, how much you know about the Bible. It's what you do with how much you know about the Bible and have received from Jesus. Okay, that's, that's, that's number one. Uh, second one, uh, it's, it's a big one here, James chapter 2. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even demons believe that and shudder. Okay, so when this comes down to it, if you do not go ahead and do something out of that which you believe, you are no better a believer than a demon is. Okay, super flagrant word choice by, by Jesus here. Okay, it's, it, Jesus has to be the one that saves all aspects of our life, that we welcome him to be uh, Lord in all places and change all things, not just give us new life in heaven, but new life on here right now. And so if our faith is not translating itself into a change doing life right here, we don't got a better faith than a demon who already knows. I mean, demons know Jesus saves. Jesus knows that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus knows uh, demons know that 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 on the that on the cross Jesus earned the forgiveness of sins. You got to do better than that. Next one. Oh, hope you're hanging in with me here. All right, here's another hard hitter. John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. And this isn't just about being less naughty of a person. This is about fulfilling the great commandment, filling the 
great commission moving forward with God, with what Jesus would move forward in this world. And what he's saying is if you are not going to move forward with those things like, like love and making disciples, don't say that you love God because you don't. All right? And here's the last one, Matthew 21, 28 through 31. What do you think? Jesus said there was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he didn't go. Which of these two did what the father wanted? The first is what they, the Pharisees and the religious experts, answered. And Jesus hits them back with this. Truly, I tell you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. Pimps, street workers, promiscuous, the embezzlers, the cheats, they, they will move up in the line ahead of you because they're the ones who said, nope, I'm not, nope, I'm not, nope, I'm not. But then one day just gave Jesus a simple yes and followed through that person gets ahead of the one who says, oh, yeah, I'm on Jesus' side. I'm, I'm with him. I'm doing what he says. I believe him the whole way through, but you never got around to doing what he asked. Your talk didn't matter. What matters is whether or not you gave a simple yes to Jesus and responded. I don't hear what I'm not saying in all this. This is not a works-based salvation. You know, and anytime our works fails us, it pushes us deeper into faith that the gospel of Jesus is what needs to save. The, the, the harder we try and don't get somewhere, the more we find that God's love is, is greater. So all, all these things are designed to push us back into faith and gospel and love. But between you and a friend, sit down and say, what, what am I actually doing with this? What's going to be different in my life this month that there wasn't last month before? Where do I need some real changes out of the stuff I have really heard from God? And to look at each other and be like, you're going to do it? I'll go with you. I'll pray with you. But, but, but people like you and I have got to follow through and got to be there for each other on the follow through. Because talking the game and knowing how the game is played is very different than getting in the game and doing it and getting it done. And God wants us to have that kind of follow-through attitude out of, out of love and out of faith. But then the works ought to be flowing out of our life. That follow-through in Jesus. Not just being a less naughty person, but moving forward with loving God with all we got, loving neighbors as ourselves, and also carrying out the great commission of making disciples.